live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Good morning and welcome to the Modern Feminine Conversation. I'm Amy Granat, your host, founder of Strong Soft Wild, programs for feminine embodiment. I am so glad to be here with you on my first show of 2020. I had to take a bit of an unexpected extra break at the first of the year as I had probably the worst flu I've had in a decade. I was literally down for about 10 days. It was pretty gnarly. (laughs) So I am very glad to be feeling better and finally back on the program with you all. So speaking of being sick and not feeling well, what I really want to talk to you all about today is burnout. And I'm going to kind of wrap this into masculine feminine energy just because it's an important aspect of burnout that most people don't realize is going on. We don't think about what's going on just because Um, There's an educational standpoint where we're not fully educated on what that means. And so we don't realize when we're operating out of an energy that's not normal for us. And I've been kind of talking about that, but I'm going to go into it a bit more detail today as far as how it affects the body and what's going on with um, what I'm calling like the epidemic of burnout. So burnout's probably the number one thing I see in my office. Um, The symptoms quote unquote symptoms range anywhere from really bad fatigue to brain fog, brain fatigue, um, uh, depression, anxiety, uh, not being able to sleep well, issues with digestion and on and on and on. So I know obviously all of those things can be related to other things, but for me, kind of what I see is the underlying factor is, is a burnout issue. So In our culture, we wear busyness like a badge of honor. I mean, think about conversations you have with people. You you ask someone, oh, how's everything going? Oh, I'm just so busy. I'm so, I'm so busy. I have so much going on. And that's kind of the running theme. Everyone is kind of saying, oh, I'm so busy. I've got so much going on. There's just all these things happening. I'm so tired. I'm worn out, you know, but I'm just so busy. And because busyness is a badge of honor, because productivity is prized over rest, we all just kind of push ourselves into the ground. We just keep grinding through. We keep pushing through, you know, the, the mantras of rise and grind and, you know, all of those things, they have their place. And I understand the concept of them and that, you know, there is time that you need to be taking action on things, but we take action to the point of ex- of excess. So we're always in action and we're never in um, that rest point, that silence. Um, and this is such a great thing to talk about because I just came back from leading our first Masters to Wholeness retreat in North Carolina this weekend. And the winter season, although we kind of think about it as like the taking action time because it's New Year's resolutions and you're getting back to the gym or you're starting a new, you know, food plan or diet. I hate the word diet, but we'll just use that because everybody gets it. But you're starting all of these new things at the beginning of the year. Well, winter is actually a time of stillness and silence and introspection. And the reason that those things are so important is because it allows the body to truly get to a rest point um, so that it can almost kind of do its own reset. When we're going, going, going all the time, the body's constantly on and we're actually not designed to be on all the time. So it's kind of the chronic, um, the chronic, I want to say onness, but that's not really a word. I guess I could make it my own word today. Chronically being on and chronically being up all the time and never allowing that rest time is definitely what is more acceptable than having the downtime and taking the rest time. And we feel lazy. I mean, 
when we have these conversations with people and I talk about resting, they're like, well, that I'm, but I'm being lazy if I rest or I'm being lazy if I take time for myself or, you know, I'm, I'm being lazy and I'm not being productive. And it could not be further from the truth. Rest is actually extremely productive. When you are at rest, like when you're sleeping through, especially let's just talk about sleeping through the night. When you sleep through the night, that's when all of your repair processes and repair processes in the body take place. It doesn't do it during the day because those resources are needed for other things. They're needed for you to think and for you to respond and for you, you know, to be in conversation with people, to get up and move, to drive. So those resources that would normally go to your, um, I don't want to say normally because that's just not, just not going to normally do that all day long. So you, those resources that are going to go towards rest and repair that you need overnight, don't, they're not online during the day because they don't need to be. Those resources are for other things. So when you rest overnight, that's when all the repair processes happen. That's when the trash gets taken out um, of the body. That's when the, all the organs kind of go through some of their repair processes and their detoxification processes. All of that is much more online while you're at rest in sleeping because when you're up and going and moving there's shifts in the nervous system so we have two different sides to our nervous system we have the sympathetic nervous system which is your fight flight and then we have parasympathetic which is rest digest they're a little more complex than that but i'm not going to go into deep complexity with you today you just kind of need to know the role basics so fight flight gets a bad rap um, because we tend to say you shouldn't be in fight flight. You shouldn't be in sympathetic. And that's not true. Your sympathetic is not just fight flight, but it's also your go. It's your action. It's your movement. Um, so you do need to be in that energy. Like if you, for me right now, having this conversation with you, I have to have my sympathetic engaged because I'm conversing, I'm thinking, I am, you know, using, you know, different aspects of my own system. I'm using my feeling aspect of my system, you know, and intuition as far as what's going to come out and how I'm going to present the information. But I'm also using my thinking logic reasoning system. So I have to have my sympathetic online right now. And also I talk with my hands a lot, which you can't see. So <laughs> for me to even do that, the, for the muscles to fire, for the movement to take place, the sympathetic needs to be online. So it's a very, very important system. When it's out of balance and you're in that all the time and you never have any kind of a down point that's when we start to see issues so the parasympathetic on the other side is your rest digest so that's the side that brings everything down to calmness um, it allows you to sleep it allows you to digest your food so on and so forth when you're in sympathetic all of the time certain systems kind of go I'm gonna they kind of go offline they're not like not working at all but they are what we call down regulated so when something is down regulated it just means that it's like exactly as it sounds it's down regulated it's not going to be as high functioning at that moment so if you're running from a tiger say you walk out of your cave back in the day and, and there's a tiger there and you have to run from it you want all of your resources to go for you to flee or to fight or whatever it is that you're going to do so you want your blood flow to go to your extremities so that you can move you want it to go to your brain so that you can respond and react quickly and you don't want to worry about those other systems working. So when you're in that phase, that fight flight, your digestion down regulates, your immune system down regulates and your reproduction down regulates. So what that means is if you're going to run from a tiger, your body is not concerned with digesting food, fighting off a virus or having babies. It's just not concerned with those things at that moment because it's in survival mode. So it needs you to run and be, and get to a place of safety. Once you get to a place of safety, then everything can come back to normalize. The problem is 
that we have a hard time getting back to safety because everything is a tiger now. So you think about it, you walk out the door and going, you know, being in traffic can be a tiger. Getting to work can be a tiger. You know, maybe you don't get along with your boss and there's another tiger, or maybe you've got problems at home and that's another tiger. Um, whatever the case may be for you, there's all these tigers now. So we never get away. It's almost like we never get away from the tiger unless we consciously make a decision to get away from the tiger. And I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit is owning your no, which is a very important concept. So this is kind of what's going on in the body. So when you go to the the parasympathetic side, the rest digest, you need that to come online when you're digesting food. So after when you eat, And a lot of us rush through our meals just because, again, we've got so much going on and we're so busy. So we're rushing, rushing, rushing all the time. And when you eat, you really do not want to be in this rushing mode because it doesn't allow your food to digest properly. So you could have a really great, you know, whatever clean diet. I hate to use, I really don't like to use those words, to be honest, because it kind of brings up this idea that somebody's eating good and somebody's eating bad and that's actually not the case there's foods that are supportive of health and and foods that are not supportive of health and it's absolutely individual for everybody and i'll do a whole other show on that because that is a totally whole other show but if you are in if you're rushing through and you're you're trying to you know you're you're not engaged with eating food you're you know on your phone or you're watching tv or having a you know a conversation even though i love to talk over a meal um but if you're if you're not slowing down, you're not going to digest. So even if you have a great diet, you're eating good foods that are really beneficial for your body. If you're rushing through all the time, your digestion is not going to be working properly. And so you're not going to break down food very well. You're not going to absorb food very well. And since the body runs off of nutrients, things in the body start to break down. So if when you're in that fight flight all the time, again, this is chronically, we need that system to come online for different things for our day, but we don't want to be in it all the time and when you're in it all the time things like digestion break down and if your body runs off of nutrients and because you're in that mode all the time and your digestion isn't working properly the nutrients aren't going to get where they need to go as effectively and that is going to start causing dis-ease in the body things are going to start breaking down they're not going to work very well and it could be very and it's going to be usually very subtle at first it's not going to be this big diagnosis you know as far as like an autoimmune condition or cancer or something like that it's not that's not the beginning of it it's already that progression has already started leading you to the diagnoses the diagnosis does not happen overnight sometimes it's years of you know being in this kind of environment being in this kind of mode before you even get there so we don't want you to get there but you have to start paying attention to the more subtle things that are going on so the more subtle things that are going on when it comes to burnout could be it's just a little harder to get up in the morning or you've got monkey mind at night and you can't go to sleep and I know those sound like well that's just a normal thing no it's not normal it's common but it's not it's not normal because things that are normal are going to actually promote health in the body. Things that are common aren't necessarily going to promote health in the body. So when something is common, it doesn't mean that it's good for you. So it's common for people to say, you know, I can't fall asleep at night because I've got so much on my mind, or I, I just, I'm having a hard time getting up in the morning. I wish I could just go back to bed for a few hours. And we're going to have those days once in a while, and that's not a big deal. Um, but it's when that consistently is a problem. So, you know, a, a one-off day where you just stay up too late or you've got a bunch of things, you know, going on. Maybe you had a, an event the night before. You're probably going to be tired the next day and that's okay. So we're talking like the day after day after day, 
being tired all day long, not being able to get out of bed, not being able to go to sleep. So those are some things. You could notice some things with your digestion. Maybe you're, you know, really, maybe you're constipated when you weren't normally constipated. Maybe you're having diarrhea when you don't normally have diarrhea. And no, those things are not normal. It's not normal to have constipation or diarrhea. Just because there's a medication for it doesn't mean that it's a normal thing for you to be having going on. That's not normal or proper digestion. Once in a while, again, those things happen because well, let's just say life happens. So those things are going to happen. But on a, if it's happening on a consistent basis, that's not normal. That means the digestion is not functioning properly. Those are your subtle alarm bells. So we want you to start feeling the subtle alarm bells rather than the big booming alarm bells going off. We want to start with the subtle. So when it comes to burnout, a lot of it, a lot of what I see is it's a disconnection from what's going on in the body. So that's talking about those subtle alarm bells. We're not paying attention. And the reason we're not paying attention is because there's so much going on in our external world that we can't connect with our own bodies. And also we're so used to looking externally for an answer to what's happening to us that we're not asking our own bodies what is happening to us. What is it trying to tell us? What's going on? Why am I feeling this way? Immediately we're looking for an outside answer. We're looking for a pill. We're looking for X, Y, Z. We're looking for a healer or a doctor or someone to help give us the answer. And now you might be led to go and work with somebody to guide you through the process. That's one thing, but that's still your own inner wisdom telling you what to do as opposed to, I need to go and talk to this person because they're going to fix me. There's nobody out there that can fix you. Number one, you're not broken. And number two, they don't know enough as much about your body and your own wisdom as you're going to know. So this is where we start bringing in some embodiment practices and learning how to get into the body, feel what it's trying to tell us so that we can make the appropriate changes before we get to the big booming alarm system going off. Instead, we just hear like maybe the little beeping noise and we want to start paying attention to the small beeping noise. It's kind of like, you know, in your car, you know, when you have those, when you have signals come up, so like a low tire signal, your engine signal, something like that come up, what are you going to do? You're, you're going to go find out what's wrong with your car. You're going to ask questions. You're going to go it's like, okay, do it. You're going to, do I need to fill the tires up? Are they just low? Or is there, is it chronically low? So there's something wrong with the tire. You're going to take care of it pretty quickly, but we don't do that for our own bodies. So we need to start paying attention to what our own bodies are telling us and the alarm systems that are going off. So if you start to feel something different and you feel this thing that's different on a regular basis, we, we want to start asking questions. You may want to start as soon as something comes up and it may just, your body may just tell you, oh, you just ate something funky the day before. So you're not feeling good. Or you, you know, you stayed up too late last night and that's why you're tired today. But it may be something deeper than that. So a really great practice that you can do when you've got these things going on is to start asking your body questions. Your body has its own innate wisdom and it will provide the answer, but you have to get still and you have to get quiet. Two things that most of us do not like to do. We, again, you know, this is back to the badge of busyness. We're go, go, go all the time. We're constantly on the move. We have all these things going on and we don't ever take a moment to just sit and be quiet. And this doesn't mean that you need to meditate and ohm for hours. It's not about that. It can just be a few moments a day checking in. And so this is part of just making a commitment to yourself to find out what's going on and connect into the body. So a good practice for this is... I, I recommend doing this on a daily basis, but definitely when you have something kind of coming up where you just you don't feel right, you're feeling a little off, 
That's when you want to start stop and start asking some questions. And again, it might your answers might lead you to go and work with somebody who can um, maybe dig in a little bit deeper from like the physical body perspective. Um, but your body is going to give you the answer as far as what you need to do. But you have to ask it. So sitting quietly for just a few moments, and I mean quietly as in no TV, no phone, no computer, no electronics near you, you know, in a place where you're not going to be interrupted, at least for a few minutes, you know, if you've got family kiddos at home, you know, just find a space where you can take some time for yourself. Again, just five minutes. You don't need to do this for hours. And you can all, I guarantee you can all find five minutes. It's just a matter of it being a priority for you. So we have to make ourselves a priority. So in this practice, you're basically just going to sit quietly in a comfortable position. Eyes closed, eyes open, doesn't matter. Um, I would recommend eyes closed if that's comfortable for you. For some people, eyes closed is not a comfortable thing, so that's totally fine to leave them open. If you're going to leave them open, just find something to... um, focus your gaze on so you're not looking all over the place because that's a distraction so find something to focus your gaze on if you keep your eyes open just to reduce the amount of distraction coming through so when you do this the next thing you're going to do is just sit and breathe for a few minutes doesn't need to be really deep just allow your breath to be normalized Um, don't want to force anything and then Notice in your body if there's any places of tension or discomfort or if there's something you know has been going on, if you've got some issues, maybe you've been having headaches, uh, maybe you've got knee pain, maybe there's um, something going on in digestion, um, joint pain, something along those lines. So identify where the issue is in the body. Then I want you to kind of, in your mind, go and in your heart as well so internally don't try to think this through because you're going to think you're making it up that's perfectly normal and okay so go to that area of the body that you're that you're kind of feeling into and first I want you to just kind of um if you can like actually touch that area and notice how it feels notice if there's heat notice if it's cold um notice if it if it feels you know uncomfortable to the touch um just just notice what what kind of feeling you notice in your body the next thing i want you to do is to notice if it has movement or if it's rigid if it has color i know that sounds really strange but notice if it has color your body will tell you notice if it's dark or it's light just notice what you notice about this particular area. It's, it's, and I know this sounds like super woo-woo and it kind of is, but it's a, it's a very real thing. So just bear with me and, and ask the questions. So see, if, see what you notice about it. Then I want you to ask it, what are you trying to tell me? Just simple question like that. Now, you might hear a big booming voice from the sky come and tell you, but most likely it's going to be a little bit more subtle than that. Um, And don't be surprised if it's something emotional that comes back or it's trauma related and that it's not just some kind of injury. It's not because you're not eating the right foods or things like that. Notice if it's something emotional because that absolutely happens quite often and that that's what it's really stemming from is emotions that are stuck in the body. They're building up density because you keep repressing them because that's a common thing for us as well especially in our busy world is to not release emotion not to identify emotion and not to understand how to play with emotion um instead of being scared of it and always trying to shut it down so notice then what comes up 
What is your body trying to tell you? And that's just the simple question. And you're just going to sit with it for a few minutes and see if you get an answer. And you might not hear anything and that's okay. This is a practice. This is something that it takes some time to reconnect into the body and start remembering what's happening, remembering who you are, remembering how your body works again. Because you don't need to, you don't need to know all the science, all the stuff I even talked about with sympathetic, parasympathetic. You don't need to know any of the terminology for your body to be able to tell you what's going on and give you the answers as far as any action that you do need to take. Sometimes there's action that you're going to have to take. Sometimes it's more stillness. It's being more relaxed. It's being in a more restful state. Because the thing about it is we're in a society that tells us that we can do anything. And that's totally true. You can do anything, but you cannot do everything. I'm going to say that again. You can do anything but you cannot do everything. We are all trying to do all the things. And when we're trying to do all the things and we don't want to miss out, we don't want to be left out, you know, we don't want to be behind, you know, or, or then of course the productivity side, we're being lazy if we're not involved all the time. So we're involved in all these things. We're going hundred miles an hour all the time. And the bodies are breaking down at a very rapid clip. I see this all the time. I have my own burnout story, which I'll share with you all on another show. Um, but the body, if you don't pay attention to the alarm, those little beeping noises, those little, you know, signals, just like on your, the dash of your car, the, the signals that come up telling you something's going on when we don't, if you were to, you know, not pay attention to the low tire, um, stuff. The, the low tire light or the engine light. If you were to not pay attention, what's eventually going to happen? Something in the car is going to break down and you got the notification that there was something going on, but since you didn't ask what needed to happen and you ignored it, then the tire blew out or um, you came out and you had a completely flat tire so you can't drive anywhere or, you know, something happens with the engine. You know, all of those things, they are going to break down at some point if we don't find out what's going on and why that's coming up. So it's the same thing in our own body. If we don't ask what's happening and what the body's trying to tell us, and it keeps happening and it's going to keep happening. Things are going to start come. Things are that same problem is going to keep happening. You may now have other problems. It may lead to other issues coming up in the body. And then it could lead to the larger diagnoses down the line. And so we, we want to reconnect in with the body and find out what it's trying to tell us. And when it comes to more of the masculine feminine energy, the feminine energy is that intuitive, that wisdom, that feeling energy. So this is bringing up your feminine energy and sitting and allowing your body to sit with it. Man or woman, everybody has both. This is not as, as a guy, this does not mean you're a female. <laughs> it just means you have intuitive energy. You have wisdom energy. You have feeling energy, but you have to tap into it to find out what's happening in your body. When we're in that sympathetic go, go, do, do all the time, that is a matter masculine energy. And again, it's very important if you're doing something in your business or you're, you know, trying to make a financial decision, you want that energy to come online because you want to be able to think. But when you're in it all the time, and especially again, if you're not wired that way naturally, so women, I'll talk to you just briefly here. Most women are feminine dominant wired. So you're more feeling, you're more intuitive, you're more wisdom, you're more emotive, all of those things. And when you're going into that masculine energy that do think reason, logic, lead, and you're there all the time, and that's not the natural wiring for you. That is going to also lead to your burnout. And again, your body's giving your giving you signals. I guarantee it. If you stopped for a moment and thought about how do I really feel? 
how do I, do I feel thriving? Do I feel like my energy is really good? And that doesn't mean you're bouncing off the ceilings. That just means you have the energy to go through your day um, and engage in life the way that you want to and you feel good. That's it. That's all. That's what thriving energy is. It's And it's going to look a little bit different for everybody. But that's thriving. That is when you have that vitality. And so when you're working in an energy that's not normal for you or it's chronic, you know, that chronic high energy or even the, on the opposite, the chronic low energy as well. So you're almost in free state where you're so exhausted you can't get off the couch you know, you have to rest all the time. Those are also not normal. Those are also alarm bells going off, telling you something's going on. So you're in the opposite energy where you're super low energy and you're not really functional at all. You can't think really well. You know, you can't focus and concentrate. Um, You're not able to complete tasks. Those kind of things are happening when you're in more of a freeze state. So it's the same on on both um, perspectives. So we have to start tuning into the body. And this is a perfect time to do it at the beginning of the year because, again, winter season is stillness. It's introspection. It's not about doing and going 100 miles an hour. And I know that's where we're all at because we're, you know, we're it's kicking off the new year and we've got all these goals. And that's beautiful and wonderful. I want you to extend those goals out and give yourself a little more time to say, do I actually want to be doing all of these things? Is this what are these the goals or are these the external goals that everybody's doing and that's why I'm doing it so it's kind of like you know we say hopping on the bandwagon so I'm going to go start to work out because it's the beginning of the year and that's what you do instead of taking a moment and sitting back and saying what do I actually need to be doing right now where do I need to be putting my energy because it might be that you need to rest a lot right now that we've come off a busy you know holiday season and what your body is really screaming for is some rest that doesn't mean that you don't move at all that you're sleeping all day long that's not what rest means rest just means you're taking more time for some stillness than you are for engaging When you're engaged all the time, it's very exhausting for the body. You have to have time where you are disengaged from the external external sources and engaging inside and in yourself personally. That's going to take care of listening to those small beeping noises as opposed to getting to those big, huge alarm bells. And then we've got more problems to deal with in order for us to kind of come back to a center point again. So for... This season, right now, for January, February, if you're going, if you hopped in and going 100 miles an hour, so my recommendation to you is to take some time in this next week and sit quietly and ask, what does my body really need right now? Does it need to go, go, go? Does it need to rest? Does it need something in between? Ask yourself what you need as opposed to what everybody else is doing and what you feel like you should be doing. Ask your body what it actually needs. That is going to be the most healthy for you. It is going to bring you the most vitality. It's going to bring out that internal essence. And you are going to shine and feel so much better on a day-to-day basis when you lead from that as opposed to following what everybody's telling you. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful. You know, listen to your body this month. Listen to your body. Don't listen to everybody else. Listen to you because you have all the answers you need. Thanks, everybody. I love you all. I will see you next week.